Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of our ongoing series together with your boy the Erudite Explorer and today I'd like to appreciate every one of you wherever you are listening to me right now thank you for the for the comments the, the, the shares the likes the calls I really appreciate the voice notes thank you thank you very much it's such an honor which will never be taken for granted thank you wherever you are listening to me in your office in your home so great to be part of your day Thank you very much. So today I'll be talking on something so interesting, which is why I'm imploring you to listen to this podcast to the end. Meanwhile, I'll be talking on what I have titled The Lost Mine of Nevada. So this episode is created based on empirical data. So like I said, please kindly listen to the end. I am sure you'll get something fantastic out of this. Now, never in the history of the world have we ever experienced a time like this. A time filled with chaos, a time filled with Distractions of all kinds, people dying every day, lamentation everywhere, people getting rich while others are getting poorer every day. On the streets, the automobiles are making noise, distraction here and there, national economy are falling drastically. Wherever you step into, something is happening, nothing is stagnant, all things are moving with the speed of light. Corporations are folding up, new ones are springing forth. Now, did you hear me say corporations are folding up? Yes, meaning unemployment rate is increasing. Not that new ones are not coming up, but that the level of intake is greater than that of the ones that are losing their jobs. Now, according to Washington Post, under the economy news, it was stated that the U.S. unemployment rate soared out to 14.7%, the worst since the Great Depression era of 1932, meaning over 20.5 million people lost their job just in April 2020 alone. And according to this, some analysts believe that it could take years to recover. And in the midst of all this chaos, I see someone ask, hoping to get an answer from anyone who could provide it, saying, what is my lot? What is my life? What is my plot in this life? What is my portion in this life? In all of this chaos, what is my trouble? I mean, what is my own lot? Now, though it seeks an answer from the external, but I tell you, the answer is with you right there where you are listening to me. Though I can't tell you who you are or what purpose you are designed for or what's the situation of your country right now or what who shall rise next or who shall fall next but i can tell you about without any doubt that in all of this or say in the midst of all of this chaos there is always a pointer now this pointer is what i call your neighbor in one of my last episodes and if you have not listened please kindly listen to all of those episodes you will gain something powerful now this pointer is what i call in my last episode your neighbor and this pointer is otherwise known as opportunity i tell you in all of this unrest or what have you all it presents to you is the bundle of opportunity to bring into existence or hard to unfold idea by this i mean that to achieve success in life it's either you build on a new structure it's either you build a new structure of idea or you build on another already existing structure what i mean is that building on i mean building a new idea is that you are developing something that has never been before now building on an old existing structure is that you are adding you've seen something that is working but according to you is not perfect so you now have an idea to make that thing perfect so you are building on what is already existing now there has never been a time like this in the world when answers are needed all over the world what everyone all over the world is looking for is a solution, solution to the existing problem. There is no continent of the world or any human that does not seek solution to their problem. Though these questions or this problem or this, you know, 
challenges might not come in the, the same way but whosoever shall provide an answer shall return a hero in this world from my studies i have discovered that no nation is without one opportunity or the other now remember i have said earlier that all nations of the head seeks solution to an existing problem this problem however might come in different form one of the problem might be lack of quality good quality food materials in an environment another might be lack of standard clothing material in another, in another environment in an organization it might be lack of a good accountant these are many more out there are the solutions ready to be discovered all these are opportunity opportunity ready to be announced by this i say no nation shall declare that poverty at clothes as citizen for all that's needed for a citizen to be to be successful has been provided by nature and it's right there where you are listening to me right now now all you need to succeed is right there with you like i said will you search them out now that's my question to you now let me proceed without wasting much of your time now this brings me to the story of the lost mine of nevada which actually inspired this episode it was the story of a man who has sold his land for 42 dollars so as to gain so as to get the money to gain passage to a mine where he thought he could be rich not realizing that the place he sold for that amount 42 dollars of money you know will become the richest gold and silver mine in the whole of nevada so the man ignorantly sold what he was in search of ignorantly he sold what he was in search of he never knew now how many of us leave a place to search for opportunity in another place not realizing that what we are looking for what we are seeking after is in that place where you are actually left now also i have read in the book of horizon sweat of a group of brazilian who had a party to go to california to dig gold and on their way they took along a handful of translucent pebbles to play checkers now no to play checkers with them on the voyage after arriving at san francisco and after they have thrown most of the pebbles away they discovered they were diamonds that's interesting now in a hurry they hastened back to brazil only to find that the mine which the pebble had been gathered had been taken by other prospectors and sold, the gov- and sold to the government now that was how they lost their opportunity of becoming rich because they refused to study the potential in their environment can i say once again that your being in a place is an opportunity for something to be done by you so before hurrying to leave a place for lack of opportunity which you think it is i beseech you do your searching accurately because you should not have a heap of diamond at your backyard and go to look for a good mine then you shall return and discover that the place where you have actually led is the and left is the headquarter of what you have actually been looking for now it was told of a story of a schoolboy now in relation to this so many of us you know what i'm trying to print out to us is that we all have an opportunity around us it's just that we are not so calm we are not so studious enough to discover them now it was told the story of a schoolboy who was searching for his school bag after the closing hour you know and later discovered that the school bag which he was looking for was just behind him he has packed the school bag he didn't know now, the man who sold the Nevada gold mine for next to nothing never knew the error he was committing until it was revealed to him what he was looking for was right there underneath his bed, though it was too late. Now, how many of us misses several opportunities around us, thinking we, thinking until we move to the UK, until we move to another country, you think we cannot achieve anything, forgetting that better than what UK or any other country is going to give to you is what you have at your disposal. Now. I have always believed that you don't have to 
go to London to be successful. London can come and London will come and meet you after hearing of your fame. Somebody said, um, don't don't try to be famous. Just, you know, study and do everything that you have to do. Then others will come and seek you. Now, in my introduction, I spoke of the fact that there is opportunity in chaos. So, I tell you again, never see a problem as a negative barrier, but as a banner advertising the product of greatness. Now, I think I had someone say, where then is opportunity? Then I say, opportunity is in the relationship experiencing a problem right now. It's in that environment which has a need expecting you to provide an answer. Note that if a pencil is needed in an environment, in a particular place, then there's probability that a pencil is also needed somewhere else. Now, if I could talk to you, I would say to you that before you have or no, before you leave or dump that business idea which you are giving up on right now, which I'm encouraging you not to give up on, be sure that you have invested all that has never been invested in that in it before. And make sure that you have applied the right effort in that right in the right direction. Now, this will bring me to the story of uh, Dr. Conwell. It is titled The Acres of Diamond. I extracted it from a particular book which I read. He said one day a group of young people came to Dr. Conwell at his church and asked him if he would be willing to instruct them in the college church. Then they all wanted a college education but lacked the money to pay for it. He told them to let him think about it, to come back in a few days. After they left, an idea came to Dr. Conwell. He asked himself, why couldn't there be a fine college for poor, deserving young people? Before very long, the idea consumed him. Why not? Indeed, it was a project worth 100% dedication, complete commitment. Now, almost single-handedly, Dr. Conwell raised several million dollars in which he founded Temple University, today one of the country's leading school, and that is US, in the US. He raised the money by giving more than 6,000 lectures all over the countries, and in each of them, he told the story called A Cast of Diamond. It was a story, it was a true story that had affected him very deeply, and it had, it had the same effects on his audience. The money he needed to build the college came pouring in. Now, the story was the account of an African farmer who had heard tales about the other farmer who had made millions by discovering diamond mines. The tales so excited the farmer that could he could hardly wait to sell his farm and go prospecting for diamond himself. So, he sold the farm and spent the rest of his life wandering African continent, searching unsuccessfully for the gleaming gem that brought such high price on the market soft on the market. Now finally the story goes thus. One out and in a fit of despondency, he threw himself into a river and drowned himself. Now that is interesting. Please follow me. Please follow me. While back meanwhile, back at the ranch, or let me say farm, in this case. The man who had bought the farm happened to be crossing to the small stream on the property. Suddenly there was a bright flash of blue and red light from the stream bottom. He bent down, picked up the stone, it was a good sized stone, and admiring it. Later, he put it in his fireplace mantle as an interesting curiosity. Several weeks later, a visitor, now listen to this, a visitor came to his home and picked up the stone looked closely at it, hefted it in his hand, and nearly fainted. He asked the farmer if he knew what he had, found, he had found. When the farmer said no, that he had thought it was a piece of crystal, the visitor told him he had found one of the largest diamonds ever discovered. 
the farmer had trouble believing that. Now, he told the man that his creek was full of such stone, not as large perhaps as the one on the mantle, mantle but they were sprinkled generously throughout the creek bottom. Needless to say, the farmer, the first farmer had sold that he might find a diamond mine turned out. What, in other words, what the other farmer had sold that, that he might find a diamond mine turned out to be the most productive diamond mine in the entire African continent. The first farmer had owned free and clear acres of diamond, but he had sold them for practically nothing in order to look for them elsewhere. The mo- this is the moral. Now, very carefully listen to this. If only the first farmer had taken time to study and prepare himself to learn what diamond looked like in their rough estates, and this he had already owned. I mean, by this he would have already owned the you know largest gold mine in Africa continent. Now, to thoroughly explore the property of he had before looking elsewhere, all his widest dream would have come true. Meaning, if he had come down to actually know what gold, he, I mean, what diamond is, he would have actually been able to know that his wealth is there. Now, let me continue. I'm sure you have gotten something from that, from that um, story, and I tell you, it was an empirical data. It was a true life story. Now, J.D. Matthew wrote something. He said, unless a person has trained himself for his chances, the chance will make only make him ridiculous. A great occasion is worth to a man exactly what his preparation enables him to make out of it. Every problem is an opportunity. Every complaint by a customer is an opportunity to serve another customer very well. We cannot all make great discoveries like Franklin, Newton, Faraday's boys, but we can make our impact in our own little way. This little way in a, is, you know, will in a million way be greater than the pessimist who always see difficulty in every opportunity, in every problem. And unlike them, you have been able to see the opportunity and by so doing, you have entered into the Hall of Fame of the optimist who sees opportunity in every difficulty. Now, the gold in its raw form is not so captivating until it is studied and processed. So also opportunity, it is not seen by the mere men, but can only be seen by those who have studied their environment, who have studied the potential in, potentials in their environment. And when they have minded it, everything became a treasure to the world. Now, I could go on and on and talk about men and women who have studied their environment and are able to mine the same good that other people are trampling upon. I could talk about Peter who had toiled all night but caught nothing, caught no fish, but by definite instruction, he was able to catch multitudes of fish according to the instruction of Jesus. Time and you know, time will fail me to talk about KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, to talk about Thomas Edison, to talk about Benjamin Franklin, about Einstein, to talk about Billy Graham and the likes how they started by discovering the very potentials in their environment. Now, as I conclude, let me remind you of the fact that you don't have to go to UK to be great. UK can come and meet you. You don't have to go to another country to be great. That same country you want to go to can come and meet you after they've heard of your greatness. Franklin was a US citizen. Benjamin Franklin was a US citizen. All he needed was in US. James Allen was a British essayist. All he needed was in UK. Nelson Mandela needed not to travel out of South Africa to be great. All he needed was in South Africa, in the same country. No government gave them an assistance. No government gave an individual assistance to any one of them. They all took it upon themselves to be great, to be responsible for them for themselves. Washington, take your eyes away from Washington, from what Washington would do for you.
washington can do nothing for you